We continue our celebration of Black History Month. This is Cool Films with Emmy Award-winning Florence-based filmmaker Larry Hot. Larry, what are we going to hear about today? Well, speaking of Black History Month, I just happened to have a film on PBS this month. In fact, it's one of the specials for Black History Month called The Niagara Movement. It may be the last film I ever make, so you have to rush, rush to your television. This is the Northampton version of the last picture show. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> this is, this is, the, this is the, it's the it's the version the version of the mafia uh, film staple. Just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. So I've done I, I, I've done four films in retirement, and, <laughs> and this is the most recent one. And it's, it's not a, only, but it's a fantastic, thank and important you. film. Th- thank you, Buzz. It's about the battle between W. E. B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington. And for those of our listeners who don't know, what was the Niagara Movement? The Niagara Movement was the movement founded by W. E. B. Du Bois and William Monroe Trotter, out of Boston. And Du Bois, as you know, was born and raised in Great Barrington. We have the Du Bois Center here, and Trotter is from Boston. And they teamed up in 1905 to fight against Booker T. Washington's philosophy, which was keep your head down, go to a trade school, don't make waves, and that's how the black uh, population will get progress, get civil rights. And W.B. Du Bois and William and Ron Trotter said, no way. (laughs) We are suffering. We are being murdered every day. Our people are being lynched everywhere across the country. Uh, We have to do something about it. And they started the Niagara Movement to oppose the philosophy of Booker T. Washington. And the programs and, and the implementation of Booker T. Washington having been funded essentially by white northerners. By, by uh, Andrew Carnegie uh, uh, to the tune of what would now be many, many millions of dollars, both personally and for the school that he was running, the Tuskegee Institute, which was called the Tuskegee Machine by those who opposed Booker T. Washington. And they called him the wizard of Tuskegee because he was able to manipulate people so well, especially the black press. So uh, this film, which is an hour long, which is playing on PBS all over the country and on our local NEPM, um, we're going to hear a clip from this film right now, just the opening. One, just one sec before yeah. we hear the clip. The Niagara Movement is called the Niagara Movement. Why? Why is it called the Niagara Movement? Thanks for asking, Bill. The Niagara Movement is called the Niagara Movement because it was started in Buffalo, which is 20 miles from Niagara Falls. They decided to have their first meeting of 29 intellectuals, lawyers, business people from the black community they decided to hold it in Buffalo because it was a very friendly city, open to African Americans, and it had the cheapest hotel rates. But when they got there, they found that the rates were even cheaper across the river in Fort Erie, Canada. So they went over there for their meeting, but they realized that because it was near Niagara Falls, they could capitalize on the reputation of the falls as being the most powerful, natural location in North America. For years, for hundreds of years, it had been the symbol of wilderness and energy. And at the time, was a huge fight. There was a huge fight between Edison and Tesla, or between alternating current and direct current. So it was in the press all the time as a current, and they decided they call it the Niagara Movement, a mighty current of protest, and hence the Niagara Movement. The following program contains mature content, including depictions of graphic violence, discussion of suicide, and the use of a racial context. Viewer discretion is advised. The early 20th century was a time of racial violence and terror. Black communities being burned down. 
black people being shot in the streets, women, children. We can no longer tolerate this. And it is that kind of, of resistance and, and, and anger that gives rise to the Niagara Movement. July 1905, 29 African-American men travel to Niagara Falls. They were creating an organization to fight racism. These folks who are coming in on that stream to change America and to change the world. From the Old Testament, let justice roll down like cascades of water and righteousness like a mighty stream. The story of the Niagara Movement is the story of three African-American leaders with very different political philosophies. Two of the three were the heart and soul of the movement, W.E.B. Du Bois and William Monroe Trotter. W.E.B. Du Bois is the most important African-American intellectual and civil rights activist in American history. William Monroe Trotter was the most fiery, passionate, and uncompromising fighter for African-American civil rights in the early 20th century. The boys in Trotter wanted to confront racial injustice head-on. You hear there the introduction to three people, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, William Monroe Trotter, and uh, Booker T. Washington. It's very difficult to do three biographies at one time. Uh, all credit to our writer, Ken Chowder, who figured out how to, how to weave these t- together, and our editor, Rick Degree, who's in Northampton. Um, so working with them, we were able to craft a story that's very powerful and meaningful. And a voice you heard there was Amilcar Shabazz, who was one of our, our, our key interviewees who appeared when we, uh, in person here at the Center for the Arts when we had the world premiere uh, back last May. And now and this... I, and I just want to point out, yeah. we had uh, Professor Shabazz on earlier celebrating Black History Month with yeah. Jaman Hill, who is a spoken word artist who will be performing this weekend at, uh, yeah. at, at UMass. Well, it's no and coincidence he, he, these things are all happening at the same time because it's Black History Month. Right, but he spoke of flourish. Mm-hmm. He, 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 a lot of his work involves the word flourish, and he invokes W.E.B. Du Bois. Yeah, Du Bois is like such a crucial character in American history. Uh, he's well-known around here to some people. Um, he... His history, his lifespan goes from like 1862, I think, to 1963. He dies on the eve of the March on Washington. And Roy Wilkins, when he stands up to speak, mentions last night the great W.E.B. Du Bois passed away. But there's irony in that because the NAACP opposed W.E.B. Du Bois for the last 20 years of his life because Du Bois had become an avowed socialist, if not communist, was persona non grata in the movement because the U.S. was so anti-communist, and he moved to Ghana, and that's where he died. And this relates directly to a film I want to talk about next. But before we leave that, I just want to say that Niagara Movement uh, is available on NEPM. It's on the Passport website. PBS is showing on Channel 57. If you go to uh, the NEPM website, you can see it's showing at various times throughout the whole month. And the Black Student Alliance at the law school in Springfield at Western New England University has invited me to present the film. And I'm a graduate of this law school, so it's great to go back and I'll be presenting the film on Wednesday, February 28th at 6 p.m. And it's open to the public. I also want to point out that on April 25th, the Senior Symposium 
at Greenfield uh, Community College will be featuring you and the Niagara Movement. Right. And um, anybody can see it any time at uh, the, the NiagaraMovement.org, where there's also a full curriculum and teacher's guide and all kinds of information there for, for uh, any teacher, any student, anybody who wants to learn more about the Niagara Movement. I, I do want to hear about the next film, uh, but I would like to take one minute for a detour for you and ask you, Larry Hyden, making this film, did it change you in some way that you didn't expect? Wow, it changed me in some way I didn't expect. Well, let me go back a little bit and say that I've made a lot of films about communities that I'm not a part of. Right? Um, it is very difficult, and you have to be very careful. I mean, this is a sensitive issue. Um, so did it change me? Well, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Uh, on the way to Buffalo to do the filming there, we had, which had been scheduled months and months in advance, that horrible shooting happened at the grocery store in a neighborhood in, in Buffalo. Mm. And the people I was about to interview got in touch with me and said, we can't do it. We can't do it because these are our neighbors and friends. This is our neighborhood, my grocery store. I'm not in the mood to come do a film interview. And I had to think for a second, and I thought, and I said, you know, this film is about terror. This film is about lynchings, and it's about how the African-American community responded to that terror more than 100 years ago and how we can respond to that terror now. You are affected by this terror. The most important thing you could do right now is speak to that and speak to that in this interview because these things are related. This is an echo of history. And they said, okay, I agree. And they came in, and the women I was talking to came in and did very powerful interviews because they were in the moment. They could relate to the material directly. So did it change me? Well, I was able, at least in that moment, if not to empathize, at least to sympathize in a more deep way than I would have otherwise. So yes, I think I was very much affected by the film. We're going to continue our conversation and have more film reviews on this Black History Month with Larry Hott, Emmy Award-winning foreign-based filmmaker, right after this. More Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We continue our Black History Month celebration with Florence-based Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Larry Hutt. What's the next film you want us to know about, Larry? Well, sometimes I find that feature films pair very well with documentaries. Uh, and this time I'm going to pair a feature film with one of my own documentaries. We just <laughs> talked about the Niagara Movement, which is a, about... Uh, By uh, one <laughs> Florence-based Emmy Award-winning filmmaker, Larry Hutt. Thank you for the plug. So this is... Uh, the Niagara Movement is about W.B. Du Bois and um, Booker T. Washington and a big battle that eventually led to the establishment of the NAACP. Well, there's a feature film out now called Rustin, about Bayard Rustin, who was a longtime... Peace, uh, a civil rights activist and uh, a nonviolent one who proposed, along with some other people, the March on Washington. And this feature film is about his life and his, his um, sex life as well because he was a very out gay man at a time nobody else was out. Uh, and that really affected the way that the NAACP treated him because they thought he would be a major embarrassment. In fact, one of his adversaries was Roy Wilkins, who I just mentioned earlier, had got up at the March on Washington and then said, uh, W.B. Du Bois died last night. However, that is only in written history because the recordings 
of that speech that Wilkins made have been altered and taken out any reference to W.E.B. Du Bois. You cannot find it in a recording. It's only in the written record. And this is because they were so opposed to him, they didn't want it. And Rustin, too? Uh, well, I don't know how Rustin felt about W.E.B. Du Bois, but I want to say that this film, although it's not a great film because it's very uh, straightforward, it's expository, there's a lot of dialogue that explains what's going on instead of just letting, trusting the intelligence of the viewer. But Coleman Domingo, the actor who plays Rustin, has been nominated for Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role. And the other nominees are <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers, Bradley Cooper in Maestro, uh, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. And then we have Coleman Domingo. Now, it's hard to determine who is the best one, and I usually go with the one I most saw, I saw most recently <laughs> because that's the one that stays in my mind. But I thought Coleman Domingo carried the entire film. He was so powerful in that film. He yeah, is, he is amazing. That. And then I looked at the New York Times review and it says exactly that said this wouldn't be a good film without coleman domingo so i'm urging you to go see these two films the niagara movement and rustin okay and uh they want to hear a clip from uh, from rust do we have time let's hear a clip from rustin take command who is that the famous bard rustin in 41 you called for a large-scale march the time has come for another no bad handle all the grunt work. Rally the young. We are going to put together the largest peaceful protest made up of angelic troublemakers such as yourselves. My friend, Dr. Martin Luther King, will be joining us. How many bodies did it take to surround the White House? How many? Sorry, I thought that was the One of the joys of this film is that it's a period piece. It starts in 1960, goes 1963. Uh, I don't know if you have the same feeling I do, maybe because I grew, grew up in that time period, that it's the cars that are the most fun to see. <laughs> you know, the fashions change a little bit, the hair changes a lot, but the cars are really fantastic. Where do they get all those old cars? And now with CGI, I don't know whether they're making up or not. Anyway, I highly recommend Baird Rustin. It's, it's not the greatest filmmaking ever, but it's a wonderful story, and it's a direct connection to the Niagara movement, which leads to the founding of the NAACP. Here you see the NAACP in action, all the infighting, all the characters you recognize, the names of the people like Medgar Evers, um, Roy Wilkins, you've heard the names. You get to see people playing them. It's, it's more of a stage play than anything else, but it's powerful and interesting, and it's really good history. And it's produced by Higher Ground, which is the Obama's production company. Yes, it is the Obama's production company, and they're doing very interesting films. I want to mention another film be before we go. It was on my list for best short documentary, 40 Minutes and Under. It's called How We Get Free. Um, I thought this was an extraordinary film. It's about a woman named Elizabeth Epps, who is a black woman who tells a story in this film about having been arrested as a young woman. And uh, she doesn't make it clear whether she was acquitted or not, but she spent several weeks in prison. And when that, that changed her life. And she learned about the problems that her fellow prisoners were having with bail. She comes out, she goes to law school, and she founds the Colorado Freedom Fund, which is a fund that uh, collects money and then hands it out to get people out of jail, $500, $1,000 at a time. The New York Times picks To pay up, the bail. To pay their bail, right. The New York Times picks up this story, and she ends up with a few million dollars in hand. Right? So this is a short film, just a half-hour film. It's about her, and it's about the local sheriff, who's also a black man. 
and how he respects her. He doesn't agree with her on everything, but how he respects her for the work she does. You have this beautiful pairing of this young black woman, a slightly older black man who's a sheriff. They have different points of view, but they agree on one thing, that the bail system is unfair. And by the end of this film, she is running and winning the race for state representative. So that you have a trajectory, you have a beginning and middle and end. And we have a a clip from this film to give you a sense of how powerful, how charismatic this woman is. Free call from an inmate at Denver Sheriff's Department County Jail. Hi, good afternoon. How can I help you? Everyone who we post bond for is legally innocent. I wonder if I qualify. The letters come addressed to me, Dear Miss Elizabeth. They're often full of really difficult stories. Three bonds preventing me from release. Total $11,000. I've been arrested. Take your hands off of me! Went to law school. Of course, I would be directing a bail fund. When I'm looking at a jail roster and I'm seeing how many people we got out, all I can really see is how many people are still in. Is there any way you guys can help me? I get overwhelmed thinking about who's not going to be home for Christmas. I saw Elizabeth paying someone's bond. This is the money for this one. So I'm going to make a prediction here. I think you're going to see this person running for U.S. Congress. And I think she is going to be a force. She's like one of the members of the squad eventually. She, ha- she has it. She's got the brains. She has the appearance, the looks. She's very attractive. She's very charismatic. Um, so I'm here recommending this film. It's called How We Get Free, along with The Barber of Little Rock, which is about a black man who gives out loans to people, very similar, helps bring people out of poverty. Um, There are a lot of wonderful films being made about uh, black history, black lives today, Uh, and this is uh, Black History Month, African American History Month, and this is a good time to see them. And these films are available uh, various platforms, I take it? Yeah, the How We Get Free is on HBO and also on the New York Times. It was sponsored by the New York Times, which is interesting. I think they're promoting themselves because they're the ones who published the article. And you can see, you can go uh, online, you will find the article as well as this film. So you are recommending How We Get Free? Yeah, How We Get Free is a good ride. It's a half hour. It's, go, it's really fast, really intelligent film. And you're recommend, recommending Rustin? Rustin is a good film, too. It's a solid film. You're not going to say this is the most... Uh, artistic or intellectually challenging film, but it's a good story and you'll learn a lot and you'll love Coleman Domingo. I'm going to vote for him. And Buzz and I are recommending specifically for you the Niagara Movement, which we have seen, I've seen a number of times. You're going to be really glad you spent the time with the Niagara Movement by Lawrence Based, Emmy Award winning Mm -hmm. filmmaker, Larry Hodge. I recommend it too. (laughs) 